to show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Off the Match podcast. And this week, our guest is going to be friend of the podcast, returning guest, Miss Jamie Colleen. Hello. Hello. How have you been? What's been going on with you? I've been great. I'm so happy to be back. So thank you for having me on again. Um, a lot's been going on. You know, I have, I have a fight coming up uh, September 16th. So I've been busy preparing for that and on top of all the other things I'm doing. So it's it's great. I'm excited. Yeah, it's like every time I see your, your Instagram, you're just busy. You're doing a lot all the time. So like, when I text you, like, I was like, okay, I don't know that she's going to see my text because it's like she's yeah. so busy. I was like, but then when you reply, I was like, oh, snap, cool. Like, all right, all right, awesome. So, yeah, I saw that you had the fight upcoming and... I was like, yeah, like, well, my initial ideal was to talk to you after the fight. Because mm-hmm. I was like, well, let's, you know, just figuring you got a lot going on. I didn't want to uh, add more to the plates. But sure. you're like, hey, I can, hey, look, I can record tonight or tomorrow. I was like, well, yeah. relax. I, <laughs> I can record tonight. <laughs> but you got to jump on like, it now because then that spot will be filled. So I was like, let's, let's definitely, let's get it in right away. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. So it's as soon as you like, as soon as you said you could do it soon, I was like, well, yeah, let's go. Like, yeah, like, why wait if we can get it? Because well, I think I did want to record previously, like, like around this time. But mm-hmm. I, again, I dropped the ball. I was like, okay, text, 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 and then forgot that we were texting, <laughs> and then here we are. But I'm I'm glad that you know you're able to. Find, find time in your busy schedule to do this. So with coming back to the cage and, and getting out there, when, when was your last fight? Yeah, so my last fight was in 2019. So it's been a few years. Yeah, so um, I was actually supposed to fight last year, last spring, and I tore my ACL again. So that obviously set me back some time. So, but yeah, it's, it really, because this is my second ACL surgery on the same knee, I just, you know, the first time I didn't really listen to my body. I think we talked a little bit about that on our last uh, yep. episode, but like, I, I didn't really listen to my body. I just was sort of like, oh, I can walk. That means I can train. And I was just really setting myself back and not really setting myself up for success by, um, you know, doing what I was supposed to be doing regarding, uh, physical therapy and stuff. So, um, this time I was like, all right, universe, I'm listening. So I just, I really took the time to, um, stay dedicated to my PT and listening to my body. And, um, yeah. And so this is, I'm, you know, hundred percent cleared to fight. So I, this is, I think the first time going into a fight where I've been like a hundred percent, like injury free. So, I'm really excited to really not have that, like, in my thought process or feeling like I have any sort of mental block, you know, going into a fight. So it feels good. That's good. Good. I always worry, you know, even when I just, as a fight fan, I'm watching, mm-hmm. you know, fighters is like, oh, they haven't, you know, been out there in a while. You know, you have injuries um, and just life in general, but especially when you're coming back from an injury. It's, you know, always kind of the concern is, you know, did you rush back or, you know, were you doing the, you know, all the required things, you know, to get back. So mm-hmm. it sounds like you're ready and that's good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. And for you coming back into the cage and, and fighting, like, you're excited, like you nerves, like what's going on in that department? Yeah. So I. I'm I'm more excited than anything. I feel just at peace because this is what I love to do. It's, you know, what I'm most passionate about. And to be honest, I thought I was on my way to retirement due to just like my injuries. And I just really had sort of this 
I don't know, maybe it was just like a phase or something. I don't know. So like I was going through this whole thing, like after my, um, my injury, I'm like, you know what? 36 sort of convincing myself or trying to convince myself that perhaps maybe I missed my window, like for UFC or like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And I think a lot of people sort of have these thoughts when they have injuries, especially if you're a little older in the fight game, you're kind of like, is this what I should be doing? Like, do I want to continue risking my body or my health? And, you know, I just, I think it just, it sort of comes with the territory. Unfortunately, like any sport, like you're sort of susceptible to injuries at any given time. So, um, but yeah, I was like, thought I was on my way out. So I kind of started putting my time and effort into other areas of my life and, um, sort of got this uh, job. <laughs> it's so weird when I when I say that because I've never really been like a nine to five kind of person. I've never like worked for a company. I've always just, you know, I've always been a hustler, you know, and taking sure. on jobs that I can manipulate to work with my training schedule so that I can continue on this, you know, path of, you know, reaching my goals and fighting. So yeah, I was like, I was locked into this job for, you know, a solid like three, four months. And um, so that what it is I do now also is I'm a, uh, a property, um, I work for a property management company where I oversee the operations of, so we focus on like short-term rentals. So we're like on all the platforms of Airbnb and all that stuff. And um, I oversee like know, roughly 40 properties and um, it's, it's a lot of work. So I was kind of a one woman show for, like I was saying, there's like three to four months. And then finally they're like, all right, well, you need to start hiring a team. So I'm like, oh, thank God, because it was a lot and it was really stressful. And I just, in the beginning, I really loved it because I'm somebody who I love learning new things. I love, you know, I'm, I'm a hard worker. I you know, have a really strong work, work ethic. Um, and so I just, yeah, just was like, man, I'm doing this. I'm going to build this company. It's going to be amazing, which I, which I did. And I, I've um, just, you know, in six, seven months, I've brought the company to a, a totally different place and it, it's a great feeling, but I also realized that I know this is not what I want to be doing, you know, forever. And then as I started getting stronger in my recovery after my surgery, I'm like, I, I was still feeling that itch. I'm like, I, I need to keep doing this. I, I don't know. Like there was just like something inside me that just was like, you, you need to like, whether it's your, you know, I don't know how many fights in me I have left, but I don't see myself stopping anytime soon. So I was just listening to that little inner voice. That's like, keep going. Like you need to fight again. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to fight again. And yeah, signed with a new manager and that's been awesome. And uh, yeah. Almost right away, they got me a fight. Yeah, so I'll be fighting uh, for LFA. Yep, September 16th. So when I initially saw your post that you're going to be fighting in LFA, I was like, oh, that's on, on UFC Fight Pass. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, I have that. And then like, <laughs> I got excited. And then I realized I put it on, a, I guess, a pause. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I should, I should have it back up by then. It was like, it's paused until October. And I was like, <gasps> Fights in September, like damn it! <laughs> I think I can go back and, and reverse my pause. I can just say, "Hey, so I'm sure can... there's something you can do to, um, yeah, reverse it." Like you said, I'm sure there's there's a reversal to it because there sure as hell isn't a reversal to. There's no cancel for it. Like I was like, "Hey, right. so I'm done with this." They're like, "No, you're not." I was like, oh, "Maybe I'm not." <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to pause it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, just uh, you really want this. It was like, and the thing is, I do actually still watch Fight Pass, but I don't realize that I watch Fight Pass until it's like, you know, I'm not using it. I'm just sitting there in the middle of the night. Man, I want to watch some fights. Like, yeah. I want to watch something from 2003. And, you know, then I'm like, oh, oh, wait, Fight Pass. Yeah. You know, it's available there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with your um, uh, property management. Uh, job. I remember seeing that pop up on Instagram as well. Mm -hmm. And I just pulled it up and was looking through it. I mean, you know, seeing some of the shots of you, like just putting in the work, mm -hmm. you know, you know, that was exciting to see, but then, you know, seeing the final product on a lot of, a lot of the properties, you know, just shows 
like you said, you like to learn new things. And for individuals like yourself, it's like once you start learning something, you throw yourself completely into it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see that being, you know, along with fighting, you, know, you just having a lot on your plate, you get, you know, super engaged in one thing. And then, then you start to question, say, well, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's good. Like you found kind of a balance, it seems right now and, and getting back in there. And, and just again on Instagram, like it's almost like every day I see, you know, another training video of you just like working <laughs> really hard. So, you know, that's that's good. I'm glad to see that you're out there and pursuing it because I, I feel like one thing that you said there too is like I, I wonder with fighters, it's like does the the itch ever go away? You know, I think that's always something that's always going to be there. Um, with competitive fighters, especially because, you know, this is essentially like, you know, your, your career, your dream, this is, mm-hmm. you know, what you're pushing for. So I am happy that you're back in there and, you know, we're coming down the home stretch. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. Less than so, two weeks. So with signing with uh, a new manager and everything, and I'm getting you a fight right away. Like, I know when, when you sign with the, you know, with them, you know, I, obviously the ideal is still, you know, you're pursuing this goal, but were you expecting to get, you know, settled with a fight so quickly? Like, were you looking to like, maybe let me like kind of get myself ready. And then they're like, Hey, we got to fight for you. Yeah. So I had already started training, um, kind of full time. So for me with my job, I've had to, I really have to, everything is very regimented. I'm very like task oriented and like very scheduled. Like everything has to be scheduled out for me because it just has to be, I have so much going on. So I have to break up my, my time with my job sort of around my training. So I really don't have like a lot of time to rest until it's like bedtime. So like my days are like constantly on the go. So yeah, I had already started sort of shifting my schedule to work in my training around my job. Um, so I was kind of training full time. I mean, I guess you could say that. Yeah. So I was already like in, in good shape. And then so the plan was that, you know, once I signed with this company, let me backtrack because that kind of just like happened one day because my manager also manages some of our other guys and we ended up having a conversation when he came to Philly to visit one day. And then like Daniel and, and uh, Daniel Gracie, Jean Marquez, we all had to sit down and they're like, all right, let's do this. So before that happened, I already had sort of like this timeline. And usually like when I don't have a manager, um, John and um, Daniel usually just like handle my fights and getting me fights and stuff. And so that was sort of like the plan. I was like, all right, I'm going to be ready by like September, October. That was like how I was <laughs> envisioning things. And I wanted to actually compete for Fury Grappling just to kind of like, you know, feel that competitiveness again and just like sort of being back in that element and sort of getting that out of my system and then sort of rolling into a fight like September, October. So I felt that was like a pretty solid plan. And then, like I said, my manager, my now manager came into the gym to visit and yeah, we had a conversation and we're like, I told him my timeline. He's like, all right, let's do it. We can make that happen. And he made some phone calls and within like within a week, uh, we had something locked in. It sounds like, like you said, with just your schedule, everything's just kind of, mm-hmm. even though, you know, you're regimented and, you know, everything's on a schedule, it's still organized in a way where you're flowing and, yeah. and this is no difference. Exactly. Uh, falling right into place. Sure. Cause I get, I, you know what? I actually, I get that question a lot because I do have a lot going on. Plus like I'm a single mom. And so it's, it's definitely, it's not easy, but it's all about finding balance and doing, figuring out, figuring out things that work best for you. And what, what works best for me is schedules and several calendars. And <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a thing though, too, when it comes to like being busy like that, it's like, having calendars, having, you know, a planner, but also I almost feel like when, when you're that busy, you almost can't really allow yourself downtime either. 
to some degree because downtime's comfortable. So damn. (laughs) That's how I feel in the mornings. Like some mornings I wake up and I'm just like ready to go. And other mornings I'm like, now I have to do this shit all over again. (laughs) I do not want to. But yeah, there's definitely like a mind, it's all really mindset at that point. Like you have to just like say, fuck your feelings and just, just do, be a doer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, I think the more that you, the busier you stay, the easier it is to just kind of keep going with it mm-hmm. versus again, like I said, you get that, get that little bit of downtime. It's comfortable. Then next thing you know. It's like you're calling them like, yeah, you know what? Let's reschedule. I don't want to do this. And then it, it, then it becomes, the, now the new pattern becomes just cooling out and relaxing. It's like, so are you coming back to training? Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Like, we'll see. I'm, I'm watching Guiding Light right now. And, right. <laughs> you know, I'm having a good old time. I wonder if that's still on. I'm going to have to look that up afterward. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm going to watch Guiding Light today. Yes, you like, are. No, I'm T- tomorrow, <laughs> like I'm busy today. I, like I got stuff to do. Today I got busy today, yeah. I, yeah. A, I have another podcast and a photo shoot and and work stuff. I'm like, okay, Jeez. well, happy Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and that was the thing with like, you know, as soon as you say, yeah, we can do like, you know, like the earlier the better. So that's a weird thing to me because when people say the earlier the better, I'm like, I go extreme. I, at first, I was like, so you want to do six? And I was like, no, nah, that might be too early. I was like, let's try. Like, you want to do eight? I was like, yeah, let's do eight. Let's do eight. Because, like, early for me is like on a Sunday. Oh, you want to do this early? Yeah, eleven's pretty good. They're like, dude, like eleven a day is almost done. What are you doing? So, right, yeah, I'm but, an early bird even on the weekends. Yeah, that, I mean, well, but again, you're super busy, so staying consistent with that too is like. You know, being a kid, I remember being a kid, we go to school and everything. We're like, yes, the weekend's here. We get to sleep in. But once you grow up and, you know, you're consistently busy, mm-hmm. you want to keep that just flow going even through the weekend. Because, yeah. like I said, that comfort, that cooling out sure. is comfortable. Yeah. And, and then that becomes a whole other thing of like working yourself out of that and mm-hmm. getting back on track and back on schedule. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So with your training schedule, like, how's that working for you as far as like, when you do find your opportunity to kind of rest from training, like, are you doing like active rest or are you letting your body really like get a full recharge? Yeah, yeah, totally. So I don't typically take like a full just like rest like recovery day like it's it's typically like um an active recovery day but between my sessions like sometimes it it all really just depends on the day but on like an ideal day where i can squeeze in like an hour like i will like right after training i'll go i go to this really cool place in chinatown where they do um acupuncture and like cupping and uh, massage so i'll go there and get like massage and cupping and then like on another day if i have a a free hour like i'll get my acupuncture and yeah so it's usually i kind of like slip in like you know the important like recovery things um just when i'm able to but it's kind of like spread out i don't have like a set day where i do those things it all just depends on just like i said depends on the day depends on uh, what work looks like so but that's kind of like how i have to do things because if I try to schedule things out and then it like doesn't go according to plan, then it's just like, I feel like my day falls apart. So I'm just kind of like, I'll have a free hour. Let me shoot over. And they're great with me because they're like, they know me well. So I feel like they're, they're pretty good about like squeezing me in to places. And um, yeah, but this, this, this coming week though, um, the week before I will focus a little more, even more like on, like recovery modalities and stuff. So I'll probably be doing like a lot of cryo. Um, oh, I actually see my chiropractor as well. I see him early mornings, um, kind of before I get my day started, which is nice. Um, I see him like three to four times a week. Um, but yeah, like I said, that's early. So it's out of the way. And then like the other stuff, I kind of squeeze in when I can. So, but yeah, this coming week will be a lot of like focused and, um, yeah on recovery and just like meditation and all that. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's always be prepared. 
Always. If your opponent upcoming, getting the fight scheduled, was it someone that you're like, oh, okay, I'm familiar with, the, you know, at least the name of the person? Is so yeah. No, I've never heard of her before. Yeah, yeah she's kind of new-ish. Um, she's a jiu-jitsu girl, but she's she's young. She's 18. So she's, you know, definitely young and hungry. And she's got, you know, she does have strong jiu-jitsu, but I think she's going to obviously need good striking and wrestling in order to employ her jiu-jitsu. So I like them. I like that matchup because, you know, it's kind of like that striker versus grappler situation. But I'm also very, very comfortable on the ground as well. So if it goes there, it's is what it is. And, you know, I would like to keep it standing if I can. As, as we've, you know, seen with you and we know, you know, you're good at mixing it up. You know, if you're, mm -hmm. you know, on the feet, your striking always looks good. And, you know, when it goes to the ground, we know you can grapple as well, you know, I always like the reference back to the contender series when you finished with the arm bar mm -hmm. and it was like, it, you know, it, it was one of those arm bars where it's like, you know, you, like you wouldn't let go. Like you had that arm yeah. girl was trying to get out of there. You're like, mm -mm, this is mine. So, yeah. So we know, we, we know what you can do. We know your powers. <laughs> so back to your property development project and going with that, and then how'd that come about for you? Like just the ideal for it. Like how'd you get into that? Well, it's kind of an interesting story. So I'll backtrack a little bit to um, when my injury happened. So it happened three weeks before that fight. I was supposed to fight Hillary Rose for Cage Fury, and that was kind of like a big fight for me because I was still on which I am still on the on UFC's radar. However, like at that time, that was kind of like the fight for me. I was in the best shape of my life, other than knowing my knee was not, not in the best shape. Other than that, I was in the best shape of my life. Because um, during camp, I had tweaked it a little bit. And we, you know, I worked with, you know, obviously like our coaches and my strength coach at the time, um, we really just, focused a lot on trying to strengthen my knee and just being really careful because at that point, like the skill is there, like my endurance and cardio is there. It's just a matter of just like maintaining and just like keeping the body moving and focusing on, on my weight cut. So I felt pretty good about that sort of game plan moving forward once my knee was tweaked. And so it was literally just one day we were doing very light drills on the mat and I took a step to land a jab. It's almost like the, my, the way my first uh, tear happened. And then it just like popped. I was like, shit. But only this time it like locked my knee in place because of the way it tore. So initially my doctor thought it was um, just a meniscus tear and the way that it tore, it like got caught in my knee joint, the ligament. So he's like, if that's all it is, I just have to go and scope it out and you can still take your fight. His athletes have done that before they've, you know, within a three week period. So I felt really confident with that. But then once we got the MRI, I realized my, my meniscus and my ACL was, were both just gone. So um, I obviously could not take my fight. And so, but during that time leading up to the tear, like I was just, I had built this clientele. I was training a lot of people. And I'm like, hey, I think this is what I want to like keep doing, keep pursuing. I, I mean, you know me, I love to help people. And so, you know, adding like being able to share my talents and, and help people um, transform through that. I was like, man, I really love this. And so after my injury happened, I kind of started losing my clients because oftentimes when you just have like an ACL tear or just like, you know, a normal like maybe a meniscus tear or something, you can still like bear weight on it, maybe throw a brace and you can still work. But because of like, they called a bucket handle tear where it flipped up and caused my knee to be locked in place. I could not bear weight at all. Cause I was still, I was like, I'll hold pads for people. I did it for my last one. I was holding pads for people with in my, in my knee brace and um, like sitting in a chair. And at first I was like, Oh, I can do that. But my doctor's like, no, like you can't, 
you're going to be on crutches until you have surgery. Like you can't, there's no way you can like continue training people um, in this uh, state. So that was a bummer. So then I started losing my clients because I, I couldn't train them, obviously. And then I was just, I was literally like bedridden. I was on my couch for, I don't know, almost two weeks um, before they could get me in for surgery. And my sweet, amazing daughter was basically just taking care of me and making me waffles every day. That was like every single meal I had waffles. <laughs> She's the best. And so, um, and I always laugh because I'm really happy that I, like my weight was really low at that time because <laughs> if I hadn't been cutting weight and I was like eating waffles for every meal, I would have been 500 pounds. So anyway, <laughs> um, I'm getting off track. <laughs> Sorry. Waffles are good though. It's easy to get off track when you're thinking about waffles. Her waffles are amazing. She has one of those like little single waffle makers and um, they were amazing. I'm not going to lie. So anyway, um, yeah. So then I was just like, then I had to start dipping into my savings. So I was like living off of my savings and then I lost my savings. And then I was like living off of my credit cards. And then that was like very started coming, you know, to an end, like where I couldn't really do that anymore. And I had no income and I was like, what the hell am I going to do? And so I actually, um, just started reaching out to people people I knew who, if, if they didn't know someone, maybe someone they knew, knew someone that could like put me on somewhere. Um, and so, but I was just like, I, I need to like do whatever I can to keep myself afloat. And so finally a friend of a friend had an opening in his company tent. And so I kind of came on as like an assistant, um, as an assistant for his at the time, uh, manager. So, um, I was just doing that and just sort of learning the business a little bit. And I'm like, I think I like this. This is kind of cool. And then that was sort of like the shift where I was like, well, maybe this is my transitional, like maybe I should transition to like, you know, something more solid where I know I'll have, you know, you know, a salary and insurance and all the things, I guess that's what people do. I, I was like, <laughs> um, not really knowing what I was doing, but just kind of, going, just doing, you know, you just kind of, you don't know always what the next step is, but I think as long as you just take that next step forward, then some, something will work out. Something will come. Cause I honestly, I was just throwing shit against the wall every single day, like just feeling so like defeated. I was like, fuck it. I'll just, let me throw one more thing. Let me throw one more thing. I just finally like that stuck. So I was like, all right, well, let me just go do this. And so I did. And then something happened with the manager where she had to move and it was kind of like a spur of the moment on the spot decision. They're like, do you want to step up and like take over operations, like step in her position? I'm like, yes, I did. Yeah. So I just said yes without really, you know, knowing what I was getting myself into. And, um, but again, it, it was, I'm, I'm still learning a lot. I learned something new every day, but I learned a lot about myself and like, how much I can really, aside from like, I think like my foundational like qualities, which I think can, I can probably go do anything and, and, and make it through. Okay. Just from being like a hard worker, someone who is good with people, talking to people, having, you know, um, problem solving skills and just sort of like, I don't know. And just being organized in different things. And, you know, you, again, like I said, you, this is like an, uh, a field you, you, you definitely learn as you go because there's no blueprint, like something's always getting messed up. Somebody always needs something. And sometimes it's like a first, like a lot of times it's just like, you know, six, seven months in, I'm like, Oh, this is a first, like, okay. Like, how do I do this? And then you just, you know, take, take one step after the next and you figure it out like anything else. And so, um, but yeah, that's kind of how I came into the position I'm in now. And like I said, I, uh, a big part of me does love it because it is something new. I'm good at it. I didn't know this was something that I would yeah. do really well in. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's been really cool and I love my boss. He's also, um, he's kind of like, a mutual, he's equal. Well, not kind of he's he's a great friend and i actually knew him through a mutual friend 
so we go way back, like, you know, 10 years, we, we've known each other. And um, so it was nice. It was like comfortable stepping into this, like knowing like who he is and we're, we work really well together. And, you know, he always said to me from the beginning, like, hey, this is yours. Like, you know, you need to, you know, build this, um, you know, how up to like your standards and how you, you know, how you want this to be run. And um, yeah, so that's been like really cool to have that opportunity and to work with somebody who gives you that much space to be able to really, because I'm the one, you know, in the field, I'm the one because we actually have two parts of the company. We have like, you know, our corporate side, which is the main, you know, focus. And that's, um, Tempt is like, uh, I guess you would say like the real estate. So we, they, um, are focused in, uh, relocation housing and insurance housing and, um, well, corporate housing. And so they, um, he's more focused on that side. And so like Philly Airbnb is kind of like my baby and he gives me like room to, to grow it the way that I know it should be. And so it's kind of cool to have that freedom in that sense, because I know sometimes like with, with a lot of these corporate jobs, you don't really have that. A lot of people don't really have that. And it's, it definitely gives me motivation and it, it allows me to just really like, I don't know, have fun with it and just enjoy it more because I feel like it's in part mine, not necessarily like, this is what you have to do. These are your, you know, your quota, your numbers. Like I have, you know, a list of what I need to get done and I stick to that and just get shit done. That's all it is. Yeah. So I, I enjoy it for that part. Yeah. But it does require like a lot of my time. It's very demanding in a lot of ways where it never turns off. I'm literally on call 24-7. So that's the hard part. Yeah. But now that I have a team, I'm growing a very small team that um, they they take a lot of that weight off. So I got to a point where I'm like, you know what, I'm turning. Now I can sort of turn it off in some ways where I'm like, you guys need to take over you know, certain aspects after like a certain hour so that I can be more present for my daughter and, and kind of like give myself like that mental reset that I need um, for the next day and to be able to focus in like other areas. But yeah, it's just, it's definitely a lot. So I'm happy that I have some help now because I was doing it all by myself for those few months. I mean, it's definitely you know, when you start a project, especially like this, and like you said, it's yours, this is your baby, you know, it, it, it's got to be tough, I would imagine, mm-hmm. just trying to get it just right for you. And now bringing on a team, I think that gets even trickier because having your team kind of see the same vision as you mm-hmm. and and kind of keep the wheels rolling the same way. And, you know, they might have, you know, suggestions too that, you know, you, you know, you just didn't quite see, but it, it definitely mm-hmm. flows with what, you know, your vision is. So that's good. Um, the universe has a way of putting us where we need to be. As you said, you didn't know you would be good at this. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, there's sometimes I think we run into things where we just, you know, we didn't have exposure to it. So we never know until once we're there and we're like, oh, my God. Yeah. like i would have never known so i'm glad i'm glad you know you know you found this and got you know you know you got the ball rolling so this is really cool Mm -hmm. and and just also like you said find that balance between this you know training you know spending time with your daughter and and you know making sure you know everything's functioning so i'm very happy to hear that yes when it comes to that split, how does that kind of really work um, as you have to budget your time between, you know, work and training? Because, you know, as, as an athlete, you know, it's almost kind of a 24-7 gig as well. So, I mean, really, it's like you're doing two jobs that, that are both 24-7 jobs. Well, and then also being a parent. So, I mean, you got essentially three, three 24 seven jobs that you're juggling all at once. How do you um, kind of split that time amongst themselves? Yeah. Like, yeah, like I said before, it's all about just 
having a solid schedule and just staying committed to that. Um, but again, like nothing's perfect. So it's not always gonna, even with a schedule, it's not always gonna be that way. So I, I leave myself open to that idea so that I don't fall apart when things don't go according to plan because I am a perfectionist and yeah, I've, it's been like a journey for me, like letting go a little bit and allowing myself to like realize, okay, like sometimes like shit's going to hit the fan. It's not going to go perfect and it's okay. So uh, you just kind of like roll right into the next thing. So, you know, balancing it all is hard. So my, my day starts really early, depending on the day. Sometimes I'm up at, depending on my, my work schedule, whatever I have for that next day. If it's, I try to get up pretty early. So I'm usually up around like 435, depending on. And then that's when I, I use that time to take care of any emails. I go through all of like our guest communications to make sure everything is on the right track moving forward, like for the morning so that things run smoothly. Um, and really just kind of like addressing like what we have, like in terms of like maintenance calls, like you know, issues guests may have had overnight, things like that. So I just kind of, it's just sort of like an overview early in the mornings. And then, um, you know, I'm up with my daughter. I'm really happy school's back in because <laughs> that helps her to be on a schedule. And I don't really have that like heaviness of mom guild of where I am like constantly. Like, luckily, most of our properties are in Center City, which is where I live. So it's like, even if I'm out running errands, you know, a lot of errands throughout the day, like I'm always, sometimes she comes with me and a lot of times like maybe like I'll just pop my head in or I'll pop in and bring her lunch and we'll have like a quick lunch together, different things like that. And, but I always try to like set her up to be busy so that she doesn't feel like, oh, like mommy's gone or like, but sometimes honestly, she's the best because a lot of times she does like to be home. Like she's like, no, mom, I'm good. I like this alone time. Like she likes to just chill in her room and like do her thing. So that's, I'm glad we have like that balance, her and I together. But so, yeah, so I, you know, my mornings are done. Like now that she's in school, it's like, you know, my favorite thing to do is like with her is like having like, you know, our drive to school together and we have like our little chats and talk about the day. And then as soon as I drop her off, um, depending on the day, either I have like, uh, I'll run up and do my, um, my cryo or I'm sorry, my, uh, I'll see my chiropractor from there. I go to the gym, um, train we're like hour and a half sessions straight from there. Then I'm usually off into like jumping into work stuff, whatever needs to be done, like for our afternoon stuff. And then, yeah. And then my daughter gets home from school. I mean, this is just kind of like a typical day and then make sure she's good. We hang out for a bit. Um, and then I'm usually like back in my night classes around six for night training. And then I come home, we do dinner get her ready for bed. And then I usually have somebody like a sitter come over and sit with for like an hour and a half. And then I go to, um, city fitness, which is like a, a gym in my neighborhood and I go and do sauna. I'll, oh, I run and then do sauna. And then <laughs> as always busy. Yes. I think that is a cool thing though, too. Like you said with your daughter kind of having her be busy too. It's, I mean, you have a good foundation yourself and I, I know for you, like kind of doing that with her, it's like to kind of mm -hmm. not make her feel like, Oh, mom's always doing something, you know, you know, I'm, I'm here. I am not doing anything. But I think that's still a good setup too, as she gets older. Yeah. To not get stationary with things and mm -hmm. just I always feel like the more we move, the better the opportunity for things. Like sure. in jujitsu, if you just mm -hmm. lay there in side control, you're not making any attempts to advance your position you're going to mm -hmm. lose. So yeah. staying active. That's good. Yeah. Happens I love sometimes. that actually. It's great. If only I could tr like make that translate to myself on the mats instead yeah. of just 
in podcast. And I, I tell people lots of wise jujitsu stuff, and then I don't mm-hmm. follow it myself. Like, meanwhile, I'm on the match, just getting smashed. Like Dante, you got to move. <laughs> I'm yeah, tired. I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little different when you're actually like in those moments where it's like, I know sometimes my coaches are like, get out of there. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> how do I get out? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> like, Dante, like, you, yeah. you need to make frames. I'm like, well, what are those? I don't need frames. I just want to get out of here. Like, to make I frames. I don't want to be the nail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like that's lately that's I've been, you know, they're like, oh, sometimes you'd hammer, sometimes you'd nail. It's like lately I've been the nail. Like I, I've built probably 15 structures now. I've been so many nails at this point. <laughs> yeah. Good grief. I think I came out of Wednesday's class. I went in thinking, oh, this is going to be like kind of a light day for me. I was working on mm-hmm. minimum sleep. I was like, this is going to be great. I can like cool out and drill. We sparred the entire class. And I walked out of there just questioning my life. My daughter was yeah. with me too. <laughs> like we like we got out of there. I left like her backpack at the gym. I was just like, oh, no. I was just like, let's get like, let's get the hell out of here. Like, why, why are we running, Dad? <laughs> like, just don't look back. Be quiet. Let's go. Run. Like, yeah, don't let them know that we're leaving. You're back the next class. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. It's like you feel that way, and then like oh, I'm gonna go back. Why you keep going back? I just like I have to. Like I'm not gonna. I can't outrun this. So. Yeah. No. But yeah, like it. That's like I said, really, really cool. Just uh, keeping your daughter also kind of in mind in that engagement and, and busy, busy schedule. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just going to say that, like, like I said, I'm really happy that school's back in because that helps because she has like a lot of activities in school and now she's at the age too, where she's, she's, I mean, she's always been super independent, but now like, you know, she's riding um, public transit. So she takes the bus home from school. She's like very mobile, you know, and she's very like responsible and very aware. And so I, yeah, I really appreciate that about her because there are some times where I can't, you know, meet her right after school and maybe it might be a little after, but she like, she'll get from the bus and come home and like set up her homework. And like, she, she has a whole like system on her, all on her own that works best for her that she's, you know, implementing. So I think that's really cool about her and she's like super organized. And so, but now that the school year started she goes to a, um, a performing arts school. So she has, um, you know, she'll have that and like rehearsals in school. And then I enrolled her in a secondary um, theater program. Um, she used to do like a, a community theater program, but I think that she's sort of like, which we love. And she's like, wants to go back and like volunteer when she has the time to, to help the the younger kids there. But I think she just needs something where she can really thrive and shine and where it's just sort of like an, another level too. So, um, so she can like really reach her potential because this is what she wants to do, which is pretty awesome that she's found her passion. And so I'm just kind of like a guide and support for her. And uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited for the school year because she, yeah, for one, she, she'll she be, you know, working towards all of her goals, but secondly, because she'll also be very busy and <laughs> I won't have that mom guilt. And is that also selfish? Is that selfish of me to say? I don't know, but. I, th- I think, you know, we are all individuals, you know, we have, you know, projects of our own. So it's not, you know, I wouldn't say it's, you know, selfish. I mean, she's got, she's got her life too. So, yeah. so she's mm-hmm. got to do her things and, and, you know, keep active. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it, it all comes together and that's pretty cool, especially, you know, kudos to you just doing it as a single mom. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's just, I have, you know, you know, my household here, my wife and I, my daughter, and, you know, it's, it's, chaotic and busy and mm-hmm. I feel like the wheels are falling off sometimes with the three of us at times so you know it's just the two of you and you know you keep the momentum and mm-hmm. that's really awesome you know just 
super admirable and oh, inspiring. You. So, yeah. Thank no. you. I mean, another thing too, is that like, you know, I am a single mom. I, I do majority of it myself, but I, you know, I do have so a couple of like really close friends in the neighborhood who are always willing to help. There, there are times where I'm just like, I need, it took me years to ask for help because <laughs> I am not somebody who it is not easy for me to do that. But once I realized like, you know, it's important not to like force myself into this like unnecessary, like dark hole of like stress and like craziness. If all I have to do is like make a call and ask somebody to like, Hey, do you think you can like help pick up the slack today for like a couple hours? And so, you know, make sure like whatever, but it's like, it's so nice to, yeah, to have that. I, I do have, you know, the support of, like I said, a couple of like really great um, people and families in my, in my neighborhood. And so they've been, you know, helpful in those times where I've like, I've really needed to, needed the help. So. That's good. good. Yeah. Just circling back um, to training. I know, as you're saying earlier, you know, with injuries, you know, prior to, you know, getting injured and being unable to um, work with your clients and coach and everything, when you, where you are now, um, in terms of just prepping for your fight and everything and, you know, moving forward, um, you know, when you are, you know, kind of, I guess, closing out on fighting, do you see yourself, you know, being a coach, you know, with the other young fighters upcoming mm -hmm. and prepping them for fights? Is that something you're, you know, may transition to? Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely open to that and open. I mean, we have such a great, like a solid, solid group of, uh, like up and comers, like of our younger generation at our gym who are definitely hold their own on the mats, to, even with like our UFC guys. Like what I love so much about our team is like our coaches train everybody the same, whether you're in the UFC or whether you're, you know, a 16 year old amateur, like they train everybody the same. So we all have that like same like grit and, and grind to each other. So it's like, um, but with that, it's like, yeah, I'm always going to be like willing to, you know, coach or corner and do things. But um, I think once I'm, you know, retired, I would definitely like to sort of stay on the path of, um, you know, so I, I don't know if I told you, but I, I joined the board of directors for Women Against Abuse earlier this year. So they nominated me back in the fall and then I was voted in. So I was voted in as the first ever, um, survivor advocate who has gone through their program to be considered for the board and then like let alone be like you know to join the board so that was definitely an honor and a great accomplishment for me so um i'm also part of the program committee so with that i really would like to create a program or perhaps like uh you know a nonprofit of my own where I can use my talent to, you know, continue my work as an advocate and helping survivors and um, assault victims and things like that through, um, you know, self-defense. And so, you know, and also, you know, I, I love working with kids. So I think obviously kids will always be like involved in like my programs and what I'm doing with that and just sort of, you know, it's it's always good, I think, to, to start at the root, you know, and, and really educate our kids and making sure that they have that ingrained at a young age of um, really just kind of carrying the principles of, you know, martial arts and, and the values and the and just sort of like the standard and the which way we live. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's what I see myself doing, just like working with survivors and kids and, um, yeah, having a foundation of my own. Good. That's like that's part of your story that you know. I prior to having you on the first time, I was like, mm -hmm. do I want to ask about that or do we want to talk fights? Do, you know. So every time I, I you know, as every time I'm like, I want to have Jamie on. You know, I want to like dig deeper, mm -hmm. but it's like okay, then we end up you know in other other territory. So 
Like we'll get to it. I, 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 I have have you know questions, but I'm gonna save that for another time. Definitely. Yeah. Well, listen, awareness, awareness month, domestic violence awareness month is October, so we could always put something on yeah. the books for Jen if you wanted to delve more into, you know, my story and the work that I do. So, yep, I, I'm gonna make a note here, and we will definitely shoot for that because I like to coincide those things too because. I think it's important to, you know, have that discussion, but also when the, you know, I, I feel like the discussion should, you know, these types of things should always be an all the time thing. But, you know, mm -hmm. when we have a, a designated month or day or whatever it may be to really focus on, on these topics, you know, you definitely want to highlight it there too, but, you know, we, we can do it whenever, but I would definitely... Mm -hmm make a note here to try to get us set up uh again for october yeah. um so one last question because i was thinking about this earlier and then i think i had stumbled i was like oh so oh, we'll or i probably just interrupted you like i just did Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no well no you were i, I was actually interrupting you because my like my brain was just like oh i have a question and then like you stopped and then I stopped and I was like, okay, my bad. With what you're, you know, kind of just saying, you know, with starting, you know, with kids and then, you know, at the root of things, um, does your daughter train? Yeah. So right now she's on a, a little bit of a break, but um, the beginning of summer, I was like, listen, you owe me one day of training, whether it's MMA striking jujitsu and uh she's like all right i'll try the you know mma like striking class um and so yeah she was doing that and at first she was like reluctant because i think she just anything like that she does that might be tied to what i do she's kind of like she has no interest she's like that's not my she's like that's your thing that's not my thing i'm like yeah but it's also mm. important for you to know how to defend yourself so um she yeah first agreed but she's a little reluctant she's like yeah like it was kind of like me like making her do it and then after like her second class we're walking out and she's like walking out of the gym and she's like mom she's like thank you for making me do this and i was like yes she loved it and she's really listen she's super i mean she's like so talented in so many areas just like innately like she has all of these incredible like qualities and attributes like she's um i mean she's an amazing performer but she's also like super athletic and like this child can do anything so it's like you know seeing her like participating like the mma like obviously that's something i'm like yes like maybe she'll try jujitsu next and then she'll compete and it'll be awesome but like it's fine i think she doesn't have to do what i want her to do of course i want her to really above all of the um, uh, martial arts, I would love for her to train jujitsu, um, at least consistently, like maybe once a week. But it's like, you know, I I don't want her to, I don't want to force her to do it because then she'll like, she won't enjoy it. And then she'll start to have like maybe some uh, resentment toward me for that. So I'm like, sure. but I did tell her, like we had an agreement, you owe me one day a week. And then now she like actually enjoys it and one of her friends um joins her for classes sometimes so there's that so it's it's fun for her now but yeah if it evolves into something else awesome if not then the one class a week i'm you know i'm happy with good good it's my daughter's kind of in the same boat mm -hmm. right now we want to get her more so into it and she's interested but mm -hmm. I, I think there's this, she thinks it's playtime and it's like, well, you, you get to have fun while doing it. But the, she's like, I want to freestyle. I want to do it my way. I love it. How this goes. <laughs> at, at, we went to a wedding yesterday and she went to the dance floor and started dancing. And it was just like, yeah, whatever you do, girl, <laughs> just, just have fun. And exactly. she, Spice Girls came on. And I was like, yep. I'm going to go ahead and let her have her space yeah. and let her do her. So you have to, and this is Spice Girls. Hey, you gotta... I'm not going to lie. I heard when I heard uh, one of you come on, I kind of, you know, I felt that I was like, Oh, Oh, 
Oh, no, I'm let her have her moment. You go. <laughs> this is all you, because they they see me get out there on the dance floor. I was like, this guy's dancing to the Spice Girls. Right? What is wrong with them? Like, yeah, like, this, this guy. And my guy was like, that's <laughs> my godfather. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, you like just get 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 hide them, like put them in the back. <laughs> All right. Well, Jamie, thank you for doing this. This has, as always, conversation with you is always educational. You know, I learned quite a bit talking with you, but also just like I say, you're super inspiring. You know, oh, you, thank you, you. I that. like there are times where, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, doing my post for Instagram. And if I see that you like something or you comment it, it's like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Same. You keep me laughing a lot. So I appreciate your, a lot of your posts. And um, yeah, it's funny because one of my teammates, uh, Jalen, my jiu-jitsu teammates, she's, uh, we're always looking for like new things to drill. So we both follow. I mean, obviously I follow you. Um, (laughs) And like, I'll like save certain posts or like, I'll send it like direct message to her. I was like, oh, we're drilling this today. She's like, yeah. And then she'll like send me stuff. And yeah, so thank you for that. Yeah. Good, good. I'm glad. Glad I can help. I feel like whenever I'm posting, I'm just like, just throw it out there. Eh. Like I, I just got yelled at by somebody yesterday for a post and I just blocked them. It's like, whatever. Like you're making a problem out of it. It's not me. So as right. long as people are able to gain something from it, I'm always gonna keep doing it. Totally. Um, so with your fight upcoming, besides plugging your fight, any other shout outs or mentions that you have? before we get out of here um other than my fight i mean i don't don't think it's pretty much the only thing i got going on right now other than like awareness month you know domestic violence awareness month coming up in october so that's always um a super busy month but a great month because we a lot of great things always like for our organization anyway and um, we reach a lot of people um through that so um, yeah, looking forward to that. Looking forward to my fight, and um, yeah, that's I guess that's pretty much it. So, all right, all right. And your fight will be on September sixteenth. Oh yes, right. September sixteenth oh. in, in, in Minneapolis. Everybody, uh, go check it out on UFC Fight Pass LFA one forty two on UFC Fight Pass Friday, September sixteenth. Make sure you guys are tuning in. And see Jamie out there kicking some ass and making her return to the cage. So awesome sauce. Otherwise, everyone else, as always, thank you for all the support. Love you all to death. If y'all have any questions or concerns or criticisms, feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at bjj.wiki or off the mats podcast on Instagram. Uh, I'm I'm always available some way, somehow. You can say anything. I'm an open book. You know, I'm not going to get mad unless you start trying to make a problem. Then I'm going to block you. But otherwise, love you all. Thank you. Big shout out to, and always, Nerd Rage Radio. My good friends, Bobby, Chris, Joe. Thank you, guys. Love you. Love you all to death. Also, another big shout out, too, to our guest here. It's Jamie Colleen. Is it Colleen or Colleen? Um, My mom says Colleen. I and everybody else says Colleen, so I don't mind either way. I always say Colleen, and I was just sitting here looking. I was like, I feel like it's probably Colleen, but but big shout out to our guest here today, Miss Jamie Colleen. Thank you for doing this with us, as always. Um, And looking forward to your fights upcoming in about what two weeks here? Yeah, about Mm -hmm. two weeks now. So. Thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, last shout out is to our other podcast. So you like horror. If y'all like horror movies, horror stuff, spooky stuff, all that stuff, go check it out. Uh, We're on Instagram. So you like horror. All the words uh, separated by underscore. And the current episode that's up is just a co-worker and I just talking about scary movies and silly stuff and his childhood watching Child's Play at age five. It was wild, but yeah, check that podcast out. If you all are into spooky stuff, um, we got some pretty cool episodes upcoming and stay tuned for it. 
otherwise, thank you as always to everyone. We love you to death. Y'all keep listening. We're going to keep making these podcast episode shows. Thank you, everyone. And bye. They probably said. Now let me see his song.